You're listening to Pretty Gamecast. I'm Matt Fister. And I'm Mark. Today on the show, we'll be talking about VVVVVV by Terry Cavanaugh. That's six V's. Um, so, so, first off, why do we think it's called six V's? Is that like because it's like the down? It looks like down? The, oh, are we, are you asking me to? Do you know to like the. It looks like spikes. They do look like spikes. There are a lot of spikes there in the game. There are a lot of spikes in the game. That's, that's my true. reasoning. I don't know. I never looked that up, but it, that's probably the I, I would put money on that. That makes sense. Let's discuss the core mechanics. <laughs> <laughs> the core mechanics of the game are basically gravity reversal and spiky or flying things that kill you instantly. Yeah, there's moving. There's no jumping. There's like, no jump. There's so you're, it's basically a platformer where it's just falling, and you can at any time switch gravity. And it's constant uh, speed falling, right? Or no? I forget if there's ex- mild acceleration. I think it's constant speed, right? Yeah, I, that's... I don't remember. I mean, it's pretty swift. Constant speed or fast acceleration to uh, maximum speed. Right. Uh, you, f- you do fly around fast. Yeah. You you move uh, horizontally. You're definitely not floaty. Very fast. You don't float. Yeah. It's not, and you, you can only flip once. Once, once you hit the ground, the yeah. You can't like float around by manipulating gravity. Yeah, you like, have to be on the ground to, to move to do that power. Um. So it the game takes the form of mainly an exploration game. At least that's the main mode. I haven't tried any of the others. Mm-hmm, right. Um. There are basically your ship. You're the captain of some spaceship. You got stuck in some kind of extra dimension, and all your crew has gone missing. Uh, so you basically explore this dimension and try to get back your crew. Yeah, uh, pretty much. It's like sometimes you're in outer space, but really, who cares? Yeah, it's like you know, flying around. Uh, one one nice thing I liked, aside from. The movement in this, and just the way the movement felt, how fast it was, was the extra mechanics that get added while you go through the game. Mm, so there's, like, yeah. bouncy stuff. Um, platforms that disappear. Platforms that disappear. Platforms that move. Uh, I'm trying to think of ones to- more towards the end. Uh, scrolling rooms. Did you get to any of those? Uh, no, I didn't. Oh, they're cool. Oh, yeah. There's some, some rooms where it scrolls. And oh, there's also the... the um... Like the moving sidewalks. Yep. Like, like conveyor belt. Classic stuff. Yeah. But it all combines very nicely. Yeah. They kinda teach you like for a room. If it's if we didn't mention it's a, every it's all composed like the entire um game is what maybe it's like, like I feel room, it's like twenty by twenty rooms or is it more less? Like how I think it's more, Mark. I'm not sure. Okay. I, I've been thinking about... So, the game I'm going to make in November is going to be a room-based exploration game, and mine's 10 by 10 and 10 by 10 seems small to me. Mm-hmm. It probably won't once I start making it. But it, it's a big world. Yeah, it's pretty big. Because some rooms... Like, they're not large rooms. No. But, and you can certainly fly, literally, through some of them. Especially, like, some of the hub world-ish kind of areas. Yeah, like the open space. You'll be, fly across, like, 12 screens or so. But, uh... I don't know, more like four, probably. probably but it like feels four. like 12. 
I don't know. Yeah, it's it's kind of hard to say how big this is. I guess I could count. I'm not sure what else I could do. Mm, yeah, um, that's our. That's... Anyway, it feels big. And then there are basically there's like a hub world and your spaceship, and then a bunch of different levels. And each level is usually centered around a, a few mechanics mm-hmm. and safe points. Well, no check, check checkpoints. Checkpoints and um, checkpoints come very frequently. Yes, like almost every screen. Room. Yeah, every I, room. like I mean, your challenges are pretty small and well defined. Um, and they're usually consequences for dying are low and non-existent. But dying is plentiful. <laughs> um, I think so. One fun thing when you beat this, it tells you what room was your hardest. Oh, interesting. And I forget which one, what the title of mine was, but it was, uh, I died 81 times in it. <laughs> oh, so, yeah. Like, like the previous, it's kind of like the, uh, the Abbot and Mort in that way. It's like, you know, that. Yeah, you can, uh, die a lot and try again. Yeah, because they have those checkpoints. Well, you don't want to die too much in Lavid Immorts, but you uh, you definitely will need to on some things. Yeah, and in this, you can really die as much as you want, which I think works in its favor, because it does make really cool, um, really tight-feeling challenges. Like that def- are- definitely, I encountered one room, and I was like, okay, I can do this on one go. And then I didn't. <laughs> but it definitely was like, I feel free to rush in. Yeah, it, it lets in. you not have to plan too much and think in time, and like you can just keep trying. And there's no punishment. And then you unlock some modes that challenge you more. I think there's a one-credit run mode that you unlock where if you die, it's permanent. That would be hard. I'm not sure how anyone could ever get through that. but I'm not uh, sure I really feel like playing that game. Yeah, me neither. But uh, This I'll hypothetical game we're not sure, we are not sure exists. Well, it told me I unlocked oh, it. Oh, okay. I'm not sure what, I never tried it. I assume it wasn't lying. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I like it. Um, I, I, like I really idea. like the music yes, a lot. Yes, and you can the unlock more music. Good. You can unlock more music by collecting, like, Secret records. Tokens. CDs, tokens. Yes. yes, I guess they're, like, C- uh, like records. That's kind of what they look like. Or CDs for all these young kids listening, right? You know yeah, I mean? right. MP3s. Hey. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so you collect those and unlock new chip tunes, and they're really cool. I want to be able to play, like, I, if, you, when you win, I really think you should be able to, uh, get the MP3s for these. You probably just pull them out of some folder. <laughs> right, yeah, I think that you can, but they should make it more, like, for, you know. As, as a for reward. For grandma. Yeah, or for a reward, yeah. Yeah. No, they're good, and, uh, yeah, it's a nice system because they're so good getting the rewards feels really meaningful because of that um yeah i don't have a whole lot to say about this one do you have anything else well i wanted to mention one one thing that was i thought was a shortcoming okay which was the story in this well first of all let me let me make let me uh hedge my bets here (laughs) i really like the writing in this and the characters and I just I love the the smiley face and sad face sprites that are used for all the guys. Um, but the actual story I didn't really. It's basically told through consoles that you read while you're playing the game. But it didn't really go anywhere. 
as far as I could tell, they and maybe I just wasn't paying attention. It didn't seem like they were going to explore this alternate dimension as much as, like, uh... Like Phenomenon yeah, 30. Yeah, Phenomenon 32, yeah. And Where, they certainly or, presented these terminals, like, Cave Story. Like, I sort of expect a little bit more story in that regard. Because you remember in Cave Story how there was those kind of terminals and then... Well, there weren't terminals, but there was a lot of story going on by way of flashbacks and terminals. I don't know. Yeah. and Or, like, I mean, it's the same approach as, like, Bioshock or something, really, right? I mean, you have logs so that you're reading and i don't know i I didn't get the impression i can't i wasn't sure who the logs were written by yeah yeah i wasn't i kind of felt like my character was writing them i mean it's certainly which is weird it's i don't know maybe i just didn't get it did i just not get it mark uh no i don't think maybe i don't know i i wasn't getting a whole lot out of them either but maybe we're being dumb yeah it's possible but um it's likely yeah. Um, but I think it's probably better than none. Yeah. You well, know? so this guy one... obviously wasn't writing a story-based game. He was making a a quirky platformer, which had cool things like loudspeakers yeah, yeah. that shot, like weapons that were words called loud. <laughs> yeah. No. Totally. So one thing I wanted to bring up: the other way, and I think this is a missed opportunity for V V V V V V. Um, the, the rooms have titles, right? Yeah. So one game that did a really cool thing, um, Dungeon by Arthur Lee and Cactus, has room, it's like a room-based game that tells a story. There, I mean, it's, uh, play that one, I don't want to ruin it for everyone by giving it away, but it might not be exactly what you expect. Hmm. Um, the rooms in that kind of tell a story the room titles uh-huh. and i think that's cool and i think la abbe de mort kind of does that yeah yeah i'm not sure to what level but more so than v they're a little more meaningful perhaps yeah i would say this, it, say, they seem more or less arbitrary or jokey yeah and i like i, 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 I mean, would say uh, v, 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 v is very whimsical yes i agree and i think it's good i don't know i'm just whining it's not a problem it's not a problem. It's fine. Though just... there is one thing that we should mention, as I think it, if, if you've played this game, it's obvious by now. Um, it does cost money. Uh, yeah, I it think it's a paid so for game. It costs five bucks off of Steam. Is that like a permanent cost? I mean, like. Uh, was it... it was a. I thought it was a sale, so I bought it, and then uh, it's still that price, right? So. Yeah. I think it was probably a permanent I, sale. I couldn't see it costing more than five. I guess when it was released, it was fifteen. I'm not sure. I, know. I think it's worth five. I think it's definitely worth five. I think it's worth ten. I mean, I think it would be worth ten. Oh, we're just being crotchy. You don't we are being crotchy. I want. I don't know. It's yeah, fun. Unless it's a good game. Give me a lot of entertainment. It's great music. Great music. I could I see. It. I'm gonna have to rip those. Uh, well, by rip, I mean find those audio files somewhere. Yeah. Um, I do like the the. Duh. No jump, like that um, That kind of gravity mechanic. A lot of games use that, you know, switching from the ceiling to the floor. That's not like a new idea. Yeah, I'm trying to think. There used to be this minor game I played on, like, DOS, um, where you got gems, and it had that mechanic to some level. Mm. And this was, like, in 94 or something. Like, mm-hmm. 
sense. So yeah, I, I like that. It's it's uh, it's tried and tested despite also being original. And it's not overused. Yeah. Like I can't think of a whole lot of games that use it. Well, so Vita uses it as its core mechanic. A lot of games use it just as yeah, flavor. It's, yeah, yeah. It's just usually a flavor thing. Like even Mario's had it. Like right. in the most recent um, Mario uh, Galaxy Two, like there are those levels where you hit the, does Mario hit the Galaxy arrow. One have that too? I, I think it, it did. I think it does. I'm actually. not sure. I don't. I re- can't remember anything about Mario Galaxy. It's like it's a bit of a blur, isn't it? Yeah, it was a while ago. You just remember running around planets. Yeah, yeah. It's it's no freedom as we talked. It doesn't have the same freedom as we talked about as Super Mario sixty four, which may also have had that mechanic. <laughs> Possibly. Possibly. But I can't remember that either. Yeah. So hey. But I mean, so. But mm. uh, they did it well, and I also wanted to say the graphics simplistic, of course, because <laughs> why not, right? But yeah. but the effects were kind of cool, like around the. Uh, uh, teleporters. Yeah, no, it was cool. I, I liked effect. it. I liked um, the blurry effect too. Mm. I, I kind of turned <laughs> it off, but then I turned it back on. Yeah, but it looked good. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I say add multiplayer. Multiplayer look like in this. This is the unreasonable. Uh, <laughs> I think one fun thing would be, you know, like was like the like Kaizen Super Mario or whatever. Oh yeah. Doesn't that have that mode where it shows your death? Is that a thing? Is that just a YouTube video I watched? That's just a YouTube video you watched. Ah, oh, boo. You got, you got punked by YouTube. Oh, man, but they should make that in a game. They should. Especially a game like this. Because it'd be so cool to show at the end your progress through every room with all the deaths played over yeah, lapping. Yeah, that would be pretty neat. Kind of yeah. like ghost time trials, except um, yeah, yeah, just well, ghosts. Like, yeah, with actual ghosts. <laughs> yeah. Maybe the older they get, the more zombified they become. That's something you oh, can use, cool. listener. Yeah, <laughs> put that in your game. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, oh no, I don't want to say about VVV, VVV. I liked it a lot. Don't uh, name your game six Vs if you no, want it to be oh, a no. commercial success. No, that's, that's all I'm saying. What? It was a commercial success. Oh, was it? Yeah, okay. it's on Steam. That's pretty good. This I guy mean, knows what he, This guy knows more than us. Yeah, clearly. Yeah. I mean, Don't what about ah or ooh? You're shitting me, right? No, those are uh, Boston dudes. Dejabon. Oh, Akira. Never. Oh man, you need to just click around Steam for hours, like me. <laughs> I guess. So. Um. Anyway, so check out V. Um, v, anything else v. to add? Can we? No, never mind. I was going to say, I'll say one V, you say the other, and we go back and forth three times. No, that's going to make our <laughs> listeners head explode. <laughs> All right. No, I think it's a good game. There. I, I don't know how it could be improved in keeping with how it is. Yeah, I think it achieves, I think it, it uh, lives up to its potential. Yeah. So what are we um what are we gonna talk about next week? So next week we'll we'll be playing Under the Garden. This is by Paul Grizzly. That was <laughs> that was my reaction when you first told me this. Yeah, that's true. That was rehearsed. I was I, uh, I told Mark the name. He goes, "What?" <laughs> it's I don't know why. It's just kind of like Under the Garden. There's it's a good name. It's, it's mystical. Good name. 
It's um the winner of the Tig Source Game Bites cover competition, and it's by Paul Greasley. Uh, so check it out and play it, and we'll be talking about it next week. Sweet. Enjoy. Enjoy.